The Bible Study Podcast, episode 342. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of John with chapter 15. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. We last left the Gospel of John, still in chapter 15. We're still in that large section of the book that John dedicates to the Last Supper and the instructions that Jesus gives that particular night. Continuing on from verse 18, If the world hates you, keep in mind that it hated me first. If you belonged to the world, it would love you as its own. As it is, you do not belong to the world, but I have chosen you out of the world. That is why the world hates you. Remember what I told you. A servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will persecute you also. If they obeyed my teaching, they would obey yours also. They will treat you this way because of my name, for they do not know the one who sent me. If I had not come and spoken to them, they would not be guilty of sin, but now they have no excuse for their sin. Whoever hates me hates my father as well. If I had not done among them the works no one else did, then they would not be guilty of sin. As it is, they have seen, and yet they have hated both me and my father. But this is to fulfill what is written in their law. They hated me without reason." This is not one of the most cheery passages of Scripture because I think we don't like the idea that someone might hate us. At least I don't like that idea. I don't know how you're particularly feeling about that this morning. But this is a very real passage that Jesus is saying, remember, again, on the night that he is in the process of being betrayed, he'll be tried tonight and executed tomorrow. And this is a very real passage because this is what the disciples will go through. Of the disciples who are listening, the 11 disciples there, James won't make it through the year before he is beheaded by the Jews. And all of the other disciples except for John will be executed in some way or another. Not all by the Jews, but all will be killed. And so what he's saying here is true, at least for the disciples. So let's look at it from that point of view at first. He's saying, how would you expect them to love you if you were my servant and they hated me? Because all of the things that Jesus did that got him to the point where they're about to betray him, what got him to the point where they want to kill him, all of those things where he didn't fit in neatly into the way things worked today. He didn't go with the flow. He didn't maintain the status quo. He challenged the authorities. All of those same sort of things will happen to the disciples. Peter will be the one who stands in front of the Sanhedrin and as they order him not to preach the gospel of Jesus, as they order he and John who are standing before them not to, and he says, should I obey God or shall I obey man? What do you think? And each of these disciples will have that sort of moment, plus the other leaders of the early church, like Paul, will stand before authorities and they will be required to say what Jesus would say. They will be required to be faithful to the one who sent them. How could the world possibly love them? Now, I don't know that we always feel that the world hates us, but it does make me wonder if it should. In the sense that it makes me wonder if there are times that I go too much with the flow and too much with the status quo and that I don't stand up for the truth of the gospel. 
there are times that we become too comfortable in our own culture to see it through Jesus' eyes. We become too comfortable with our own politics. We become too comfortable with our own comfort to see it as God would see it, to see it as radically as these disciples have been required to see it. These disciples who, when asked to leave everything, when asked to go become fishers of men, dropped their nets and came. It becomes too easy for us to make religion something we do on Sunday morning, to make our faith something that we believe but we don't let it get in the way. And this is a passage, I think, that challenges us that if the world loves us, why is that if it hated Jesus so much? If what Jesus said was so uncomfortable, how can we fit in so well? Continuing on, when the Advocate comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of Truth, who goes out from the Father, he will testify about me, and you also must testify, for you have been with me from the beginning. And so Jesus again tells them he's going to send the Holy Spirit and that they are going to go out, that they are going to be sent. And this is one of several different times here as Jesus is wrapping up his ministry, including the Great Commission, obviously, where he tells them what their future is going to be, that they are going to be sent, that they are going to be not just disciples, but apostles, one who is sent. And continuing on to John 16, All this I have told you so that you will not fall away. They will put you out of the synagogue. In fact, the time is coming when anyone who kills you will think they are offering a service to God. They will do such things because they have not known the Father or me. I have told you this so that when their time comes, you will remember that I warned you about them. I did not tell you this from the beginning because I was with you, but now I am going to him who sent me. None of you asks me, where are you going? Rather, you are filled with grief because I have said these things. But very truly I tell you, it is for your good that I am going away. Unless I go away, the advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. When he comes, he will prove the world to be in the wrong about sin and righteousness and judgment. About sin, because people do not believe in me about righteousness, because I am going to the Father, where you can see me no longer, and about judgment, because the prince of this world now stands condemned. I have much more to say to you, more than you can now bear, but when he, the Spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all the truth. He will not speak on his own, he will speak only what he hears, and he will tell you what is yet to come. He will glorify me, because it is from me that he will receive what he will make known to you. All that belongs to the Father is mine. That is why I said the Spirit will receive from me what he will make known to you. And so Jesus tries to convince the disciples on this night that is getting more and more confusing where Jesus keeps talking about going away, keeps talking about going where they cannot go. On this night where he will be betrayed, he says, I'm telling you all this so that you understand that it's a good thing. I'm telling you all this so that you are prepared ahead of time, that you know that all of these people will turn on you, that all these people will kick you out, that they will kill you, and they will think they're doing God's work. And I'm telling you this so you'll understand that it's good that I'm going away. Now, that can't be an easy thing for them to hear. And yet what he's saying is true, that because Jesus went, the Holy Spirit was sent. 
And I don't know why they couldn't both be here, but that is apparently the rules. And so Jesus said, I'm going to send you an advocate. And the Holy Spirit has some advantages over Jesus. Jesus, because he became God incarnate, because he became flesh, could be in one place at a time, could be with me or he could be with you. And yet the Holy Spirit doesn't have those limitations. And so the Holy Spirit can be with us in all circumstances, can be the indwelling presence of God, can remind us of all things, can encourage us in all things, can be our advocate. And that is the word that Jesus uses here, is one who is speaking forth on our behalf, one who is speaking out for us, that God himself will be speaking in our defense, that God himself will be speaking to us and for us. And that is indeed good news. And not only is that good news, but that is also probably a good place to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, feel free to leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. Drop me an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at ChrisTuX. And as always, thanks so much for listening. No matter what you're going through, you are not alone. Sis, if you've experienced pain in your father-daughter relationship, I want you to know that you are loved and seen. I'm Kia Stevens, host of the Hope for Women with Father Wounds podcast, and I created my show to help you exchange your father wounds for the love of God the Father. Join me for encouragement, wisdom, and scripture. Just search Hope for Women with Father Wounds on lifeaudio.com or wherever you get your podcasts.